At Plant Plots, we always try and find ways that we can hopefully give you the advice that, that demystifies and debunks garden design so that you can actually create gardens that you like, that work, and that you enjoy being in. This little podcast is about how you can design out ugly views. So you can find this again on our website, plantplots.com, hiding ugly things, ugly views. What the tricks are we can use to make your garden appear nicer if what you look at outside your garden isn't necessarily nice. Whenever you're faced with a, with a garden, it can seem a bit daunting and a bit overwhelming as to thinking, oh my goodness, I've got all of this going on. How do I actually work it all out? What do I do? Where do I start? How can I, you know, I, I don't understand enough about plants to create a garden. So with what we're trying to do is just give you the, some, some really good questions to ask of yourself in your garden. And that will help you and guide you through a process so that you can create a garden that, that's better. We want to create a garden that basically stops us looking at really ugly things. Maybe you're the view outside your your garden boundary is ugly. You know, you just want something nice to look at, but what's around you is really dominant. So how do we go about making you keep your interest in your garden so the rest of it doesn't seem to be quite so important? First and most important tools in our little kit box of garden design is colour. Our eyes are quite easily distracted. Our eyes are distracted by movement. Our eyes are distracted by repeating color blobs in various places. And also our eyes are, are, are distracted by straight lines. In essence, what we're trying to do is to control what we look at or what other people in our garden look at. Because if we control that, then we can hide or begin to hide those ugly elements that we don't really want to see. If what you have outside your garden is really, really ugly, then you need to keep your attention in the garden. And bolder, brighter colours tend to be more noticeable than paler, calmer, cooler colours. So you need to then go, right, OK, I need to choose a really strong accent colour and plob that in your garden. And you can use it in a variety of different ways. If you look on the website, I've done a, a, a quick mock-up and what I've used in this garden, which is surrounded by houses, is I've used the color red. But I've used the color red and I've used it, well, I've used color red and purple actually. So I've used purple pots. I've used red plants in purple pots. But the table and chairs that I've got are red. I'm constantly saying, look, Whereabouts in the rest of the garden would you see this really nice red colour or this really strong purple colour? So your eyes look in the garden for the things that are those sorts of colours, which means your eyes aren't looking outside the garden. The second thing to do is to disguise the straight lines. Now, because I've said before, our eyes follow straight lines. All of the straight lines that you have outside your garden will impact on you visually. So we need to mix up your senses a little bit and we need to get them to looking in places where you want them to look. So that would mean, for example, if you have fences on either side of your garden and those fences, the tops of the fences are, are a straight line. So that's what your eyes tend to naturally follow. And so all you see is then everything behind the fences and you see the lines of the fences and it all seems very industrial and very dull. 
So you need things taller than the fences. You need things to move and sway in the garden because that's what your eyes will notice. And by breaking up all of those very architectural, vertical, horizontal, right angle shapes and lines, you're not confusing, but you're sort of filling your field of view with more stuff that is at odds with the static nature of the, the view that maybe the buildings beyond your, your garden. So you will automatically feel that there's a bit more interest. There's things to look at. There's things that you can, you can notice. We've introduced quite a strong color theme, something that we can repeat around the garden to keep our interest. We've, we've used height or movement to break up the very dominant straight lines of the fences and maybe you know change the visual height of things again to keep our eyes and our intention inside the garden but we're going to have straight lines in the garden we can't avoid that necessarily i mean a path for example generally will have straight lines and this sort of something so if you're going to have a path in the garden it's got to go somewhere and if it goes somewhere have something at the end of it to look at that is nicer. Now, I know most paths in the garden will go down to the garden shed or the compost heap or, or something, but if we can try and put next to the shed something that's really striking, really interesting, you'll notice that more than the shed. And then obviously you're not noticing what's around the garden quite so much. Now, if budgets are, are limited, you know, planting might take a while to finish, but you can still plan it at the outset. And putting in small trees, and things at the garden will ultimately be a very good way to disguise the view behind without taking over your garden. You know, you don't want massive trees, but introducing height and greenery again will close your vision down. But another way that you can help keep your attention in the garden is by using arches and pergolas, for example. If you're sitting on a bench underneath a, an arch, then that frames your view. It stops you looking up and out because there's something over your head and to the size of you. It tends to focus your view into the garden. So what you need in your garden, wherever you're sitting then, is a focal point from where your main seating area is so that you can look at something interesting. But if in spite of this, you know, no matter what you've done and what you sort of put in and you put colours, you've still got something that you're, you're looking at that's very ugly. Well, if possible, a very simple, very cheap, very easy solution is actually to put your seating area in front of the ugly thing and face it the other way. Now, it doesn't get rid of the ugly thing, but at least then you don't see it when you're sitting in the garden. But again, you can find all of this information at our website, plantplots.com. If you've got any queries or if you've got a specific problem that you actually would like some advice, do email me, rachel at plantplots.com. I'll be more than happy to help. Thanks for listening.